0: Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm here with my beautiful wife, Michelle. Well, thank you, honey. Hello. So good to have you with us. We were recording this episode on Sunday, November 25th, 2018. And we really appreciate you joining us on this Thanksgiving Day weekend.
1: That's right. And hope everybody had a wonderful and safe holiday. And that if you're uh, returning home, that you have safe travels.
0: I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, all uh, the weekend fun and festivities will be over, but hopefully the leftovers are still there for you all right. because I know we cooked up a lot of food. And I hope you guys had a lot of great food as well.
1: Yes, it's that's one of the real great perks of being married to a chef is having awesome food, especially for the holidays. So yes, we have some fantastic leftovers that uh, can't wait to dig in. So let's get this
0: podcast done. I'm get hungry it, now. <laughs> let's get it started so we can get back to the food. <laughs> we appreciate you found us today. In the future, you can find us on... On the 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab, as well as on the Max FM app. You can also find us, and even better yet, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And by the way, there's a new way you're going to be able to hear us in this coming week. Uh, we made a little guest appearance on another podcast just on Friday.
1: That's right. That was a lot of fun and it's uh, great to have that opportunity uh, to to hook up with another podcast group.
0: Yeah, we were on the Our Rendezvous podcast with Ben and Shelly Higgins. Uh, they mostly focus on uh, local San Diego food and beverages and some, uh, some of the local personalities around. And uh, Shelly is taking a trip up to Disneyland coming up here in a week or so, and so we just thought it'd be a great time to get together, kind of cross promote our podcasts, and uh, you know, give them a few tips on exploring Disneyland and Disney in general.
1: Right, and it was really fun because, uh, as you'll hear from that podcast, and we do hope you listen to it, that they haven't been to Disneyland in a while, so we were able to talk some of the new things as well as the holiday uh, events going on, and uh, we we're very much appreciative to be invited to their podcast, and they. Treated us to some really nice beer, too. Really nice
0: beer, really nice food. It was a great time. They, they recorded at a little uh, kind of bar and grill in their uh, nook, neck of the woods. And so it was a great time being out there. And uh, we will link or send out a link on all our social media uh, platforms once we get that, once it is published and ready to go. So, and if you want to know where you can find us on those social media platforms, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact, us for any reason. If you ever want to give us a tip, if you ever want to say hi, if you ever want to talk about a possible subject you'd like us to cover, feel free to email us at Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com.
1: That's right. And we really do want to have this continue to be an interactive show. So if you have some, like Tom said, some issues that your topics you'd like us to discuss or questions or feedback for us because we want to make this enjoyable for everybody too so keep keep it coming
0: we did get a lot of input recently on possible subjects to cover especially some of our five favorite things series Uh, a lot of people after our music won a couple episodes ago and some other ones we've had going on have suggested some other things we might cover and we will be a matter of fact hitting one of those up that someone one of our listeners suggested next week but this week we've got a lot of stuff for you today we have a a couple of new late night events and a discount ticket offer they're coming to the Disneyland Resort in 2019 And a trailer for a much-anticipated Disney movie dropped this week. We'll be talking about that. But our main topic of this week is, yes, and you probably have seen it because it's doing great at the box office right now, but just in case you haven't or in case you want to hear what we think about it, yes, Ralph Breaks the Internet came out this week, and we have our review of that movie.
1: Yeah, our spoiler-free Spoiler-free, just in case
0: you haven't seen it yet. That's
1: right, right. And uh, if you have seen it, we hope that some of the things that we're bringing out are some of the fun experiences that you had while you were at that movie as well.
0: Absolutely. So let's get us started with our spoiler-free review of Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hey, kid! Wake up! Ralph, what is wrong with you? Start churning butter and put on your church shoes, little sister, because we're about to blast off! Ralph, what is it you're trying to say? We're going to the Internet. What?! I how to say the things I want to say. One second, me. I'm
1: having the time of my life. What's up? The next thing I know,
0: my game is just fun. Oh, no. I'm freaking out hard. All you got to do is find the part to fix your game. Everything goes back to the way it was. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the internet. Holy cow. Look at all this stuff. This is the most beautiful miracle I've ever seen. Want to get rich playing video games?
1: Oh, thank you. let
0: see. <laughs> I'm starting to understand why people like this game. Hello, hello. Let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to always feel, feel like I'm empty and there's nothing really real, real. I'm looking for a way out. Hello, hello. Slaughter race. It's wicked dangerous. Showtime. Let's race. Come and get Get back on the track. There is no track. I
1: can drive anywhere. <laughs> this girl
0: can drive. Yeah. This car is not designed for a big boy. <laughs> i tell you that. Uh, I don't think
1: I could ever tell Ralph. There's no law saying best friends have to have the same dreams. Hello, hello. Let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero.
0: Let me show you what it's like to a website that's super intense and really nuts. Oh,
1: come on. Princess is in character characters, Barb. <gasps> <gasps> ah, whoa,
0: whoa, ladies! I'm a princess too. What kind of a princess are you? Uh, Do you have magic hair? No. Magic hands? No. Do animals talk to you? No. Were you poisoned? No. Cursed? No. no. Kidnapped or enslaved? No. Are you guys okay? Should I call the police? Do people assume all your problems got solved because a big strong man showed up?
1: Yes. What is up with that? She, she is, is a, a princess. princess. <laughs>
0: show you what it's like and what it's real, real Like I'm empty and there's nothing really real, real I'm looking for the way. She turned into a big beam. I did tried to deal in. If that's not pure mess, I don't know where. Uh, I can't understand her. She's from the other studio. Uh. Ralph breaks the internet. Shouldn't it be Ralph wrecks
1: the internet? Uh, yeah, but break the internet. It's like a thing. Right, it's just wreck the internet. kind of sounds better, doesn't it? You're not wrong.
0: So that's our little production piece uh, based on a lot of the trailers we saw going into Ralph Breaks the Internet. Nothing that's been hasn't been out there already. So, but hopefully, if you've seen it already, it gives you a few fond memories of what you just saw in the movie, or gets you set to go see this movie.
1: Right, right. Isn't that great music too? It's, <laughs> it's really great, yeah, get it in your head. Great song thing. Yeah. by
0: Imagine Dragons. There. Uh, Uh, But, uh, so we saw this movie on Monday, November 19th, just this last week. We had a busy day, man, between me running the race, we going to see uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, recording the podcast, and then going to see Ralph Breaks the Internet. Man, that was a crazy whirlwind four days.
1: It was. And then topped it off with the holidays and, you know, having cooking and eating and... More eating. (laughs) More eating and more eating and just breaking
0: in time just to be able to do this for a little bit. But yeah, uh, so uh, I'm not going to get into anything here that is not actually what you've seen in the synopsis or in part of the trailers. But uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Of course, uh, what happens in it is a piece is broken on Vanellope's Sugar Rush game, uh, leaves the inhabitants in a difficult position, and the only way they can find a replacement is to go onto the internet. So Ralph and Vanellope, of course, go on this adventure together and to the unknown reaches of the internet <laughs> to get this part to save her game. And boy craziness ensues
1: oh yeah Uh, great sensory stimuli oh yeah (laughs) for sure very much yeah and we didn't see it in 3d although i think that would have been fine to do that as well Um, but even without that i really loved how you felt very immersed into the whole experience and uh, the colors, the high energy. Mm-hmm. It really kept engaged. I know that we've, you know, reviewed a couple films lately where we've talked about how there's been kind of like a lull in the meat in the middle. And this, this one did not, not have, have that. that. No. It went. This is action packed. Lots of fun throughout the there's whole movie. So
0: much to see in it. There's so many different websites and references, both Disney and non-Disney in it. Uh, so many Disney characters make tiny cameos. Um, I think we could watch this 20 times and we would still not pick up all the little detail work that is throughout this film. Oh, yeah.
1: And all the Easter eggs and everything. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, you talked about the, you know, the different characters and everything and and – they really had, you know, it was great seeing some of the original ones come, some of the OGs. But uh, some of the newer characters are really lovable, mm-hmm. you know, um, surprisingly so, some of them too. And so that was also a great thing. And, and just like you said, too, how Disney kind of um, chuckled at itself with a lot of things. Very much so. In, that they, where their presence is on the Internet as well. So, that, yeah. yes.
0: Uh, you were talking about all the characters. Yeah, have B. von Schweetz, who's uh, played by Silver, Sarah Silver, Sarah Silverman, I can say it. Uh, maybe a little too much turkey today. Uh, Ralph, of course, played by John C. Riley. Felix, played by Jack McBriar. Calhoun, played by Jane Lynch. They all return. We also have new characters. Yes. There's like four yeses. Three yeses in that yes. Uh, by, played by Taraji P. Henson is a great character. Shank by Gal Gadot. Um, I thought she... Was brilliant every yes. time she was on oh the screen. God, totally. And uh, even a little uh, small cameo by uh, Matt Alan Tudick playing Mr. Knowsmore. Uh, Alan Tudyk, of course, is making. He's now become almost like Pixar's John Ratzenberger. He shows up in virtually every Disney movie right, now right, in some absolutely. kind of spot. It's right. really cool because I always liked him as an actor, but it's fun to see him do all these different voices and different spots within these movies. But um, loved all these characters, like you said, the old ones and the new ones. Right. So good to see them all.
1: Yeah, and uh, one of the things that stuck out to me uh, was I loved how they just nailed search engines. Yes. That was that's how they do that, how they show that is is amazingly funny. And I don't want to give anything away, but they nail it.
0: It was uh, it's it was just so fun the whole thing. I mean, they 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 told some important lessons within the story about one, about friendship and the result of how friendships grow and evolve. Also, it shows uh, about just the state of the Internet today. Right, uh, right. What you, you know, we, we kind of go online or go on our phones or our tablets or whatever and you find it and you see all this stuff out there. But kind of funny to delve within it and look at it all around you and think of it as, you know, more of an actual place than just a, a concept. And uh, Right,
1: you know? right. Yeah, totally. You know, and it's fun seeing how they bring out these personalities in function functionalities Mm -hmm. that we see in the internet you know but it also like any age person would love this because there is something obviously in it for everybody i mean for the kids they're they're seeing what they do and and deal with every day i felt like i learned a few things even (laughs) about the internet that maybe i was like oh that's what that is you know not that i'm non-cool
0: i'm non cool. I will completely admit to it. I mean non-cool. <laughs> but
1: non-cool. there were a few things there that, that uh, it, it just kind of solidified some concepts for me. So I thought that was fun, too. you know. And the comedy doesn't finish at the end. Um, like with most Disney and Pixar movies, the credits are an enjoyment yes. to watch as what, well. Whatever
0: you do, if you didn't stick through to the end of the credits... Go back, when you go back, if you go back and see this movie again, stick through the end of the credits. If you haven't seen it yet, stick through the end of the credits. We're not going to give it away, but you need to stick all the way through it. You should anyway, just because it's, I always find that at least the first time you see any movie, I, I think it's good to stick through the credits, whether there's a, a credit scene or not, right. just to kind of give respect to all the great people that uh, made this movie. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. the one time that most of these people will actually get their names out there. That's and you can right. See it. it's just... You
1: know, and some people, that's you know, their hard work for a long time mm-hmm. to finally see it come to fruition so yeah
0: absolutely so also of course um, the princess scene was spectacular just as we knew it we saw it last year they gave it most of it to us at the d23 expo last year during the animation panel and it was fantastic even though we'd seen it both in the trailer and before that it still was great we still cracked up and of course um it was well played by all the living current uh, princesses that still played their roles in this. Movie. Right, right. And that's,
1: you know, that's, again, the attention to detail that Disney has and that they put into things that they do. I mean, they could have gotten away with just having any, you know, voiceovers with very similar sounding voices for sure. Um, and like you said, we saw it at D23. We actually saw the princesses, the actual people come out on stage to, to do some of their parts and sing. Um, but just going into that movie and watching that scene and knowing that little bit of tidbit of information just made it that much more special, yeah. I thought,
0: you know. So, of course, uh, Ariel is played by Jodie Benson. She is there. Belle, played by Paige O'Hara. Rapunzel, Mandy Moore. Anika Nani Rose, played Tiana. Um, Moana was played, of course, by Ali Cravalho. Irene but Irene Bedard played Pocahontas, Linda Larkin, Jasmine, Ming-Na Wen as Mulan, Kristen Bell as Anna, and Idina Menzel as Elsa all voiced their same characters within this movie. And the, the, they showed a lot of it in the trailer and, of course, the scene we saw online. But there are more stuff in there that they haven't, you haven't seen yet if you haven't seen this movie. So, right. you know, don't think that just because you saw the princess scene on the trailer or whatever uh, that you've seen everything.
1: Right, right. And again, we've seen the whole movie now and definitely would go back again. So, oh,
0: so no nice.
1: you know, seeing some things over and over. Like and going back to what you said originally, there's just so many little details, uh a lot of things explosive on the on the screen that you you know, you might catch this and but you didn't see that, you know. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm amazing. I, video, it was. It's, an, it's a great movie. Uh, I don't know if I liked it as much as the original Wreck It Ralph because I really loved that. I really felt there was a real heart, a little more heart to that one. But there's so much involved with this one that I, I really got a, had a blast with this one. So it's tough for me. I think I need to see it a couple more times before I really judge it as to where I rate it against the original Wreck It Ralph. But I, right. like I said, I did enjoy this movie very much. Right.
1: The story is deeper than the original one, it has a lot more message. I think than the original. I don't
0: know. Maybe not. But I, I think it it's just a like- different message. You know, the original message is: look, look, be who you are. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you, you know if you're a, just because they and not, you know, also that what your face you put on. You know, you're known as this bad guy. It doesn't right. necessarily mean you are a bad guy. By the same place, you know, stay in your lane. Don't feel like you need to. Be something different than who you are. Just love yourself for who you are. Right. I think that was very much what Wreck-It Ralph was about. Um, I think this one is, like I said, it's it much more about evolving friendships. Sure. Uh, among other things that, uh, you know, it's, but it is another important subject that people need to understand, I, yeah. I believe. So. And,
1: and how relationships can be considered different, that, yes. you know, especially with social media and everything, that uh, relationships And developing that is also very different, too. You
0: know, I also think there's a question out there about how much will this stand up, how will it stand the test of time? Like, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, is this going to be a Disney classic movie? Um I don't know. It's hard to judge that right now. Right. I you know obviously 20 30 years from now a lot of the things that are going to be seen in this movie are going to be way out of date. But you know that's true of many Disney movies that are right. thought of as classics. And much of this uh, you know if you just even look at the video games that they talk about within Wreck It Ralph, and of course, Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, there, there's a lot of nostalgia with that. Those sure. games aren't. I mean, maybe you'll find them in a, uh, a a arcade somewhere, or of course, you can play them on some online platforms or video game platforms. But it's more out of nostalgia than anything else. And maybe that this game this becomes a more nostalgic movie. So, well, you know, time will tell on right. where this place where it stands within Disney history. But you know, for now. Enjoy the present. Enjoy it. It's a fun romp. It's a great movie. We really got a kick out of it, and we recommend it highly. I believe totally.
1: Yeah, you know, especially I think it was fun seeing it over the holiday weekend. But you know, we are still in the midst of holiday season, and not that it's necessarily a holiday film, but you know, it's it's nice to sometimes take a moment and just, like you said, enjoy. That, the presence that you're in and enjoy that movie I'm not trying to sound real deep here
0: but <laughs> oh and by the way the movie has done great uh, it's it's already up to it's nearing 90 million over the holiday weekend and right. it's, it's it's dominated the box office even with uh, some other great movies some other big name movies coming out on the same weekend it's done really well and it looks like it's gonna just keep going sure so, that, yeah it's great. Uh, good for them good for them so that's our main topic of the week our spoiler free review of Ralph Breaks the Internet. What did you think of the movie? We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you thought. Uh, We'll bring it up next week. If you you write us a little note, tell us what you think about it. Um, We thought it was great. We hope you did too, but if you have a different viewpoint, we'll bring that up as well.
1: Right, or if there's some, you know, special moments that you enjoyed that we didn't put out there that wouldn't be a spoiler, we'd love to share that as
0: well. Absolutely, no question about that. So that's our main topic of the week. Ralph Breaks the Internet, our spoiler-free review. Let's get to our Disney Stories of the Week. As always, lots of Disney stories every week. There's more. I can't sift through them all, but I try and hit the most important ones to get those out there for you uh, maybe that'll help you on your vacation or let you just know what's going on. Or if you just want to interested in what we have to say about it. And, of course, we just like to talk about Disney and hear ourselves talk. So hopefully you enjoy <laughs> hearing us talk as well. So.
1: I like to talk Disney. I don't know if I like hearing myself talk. That's I'll right. have to admit to you. The but... actually
0: doesn't ever listen. I don't know if you've ever listened back to one of our podcasts. <laughs>
1: Not a whole one. Because right. you don't
0: want to hear yourself, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I have a hard time hearing myself right now in yeah. my headset. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I like to listen back because I like to know if we're doing things as well as we possibly can. And of course, we're not. We want to be perfect. We want to do better. Um, but I like to listen back to see how I can improve the podcast. So, and I'm kind of more trained to listen to myself. I know how terrible I sound. So, no, I'm, 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 so I'm more great. used to it, but now I've gotten over that problem with my voice as um, it cracks right there because, <laughs> you know, I'm going through puberty. <laughs> uh, let's get to our Disney stories of the week. We're going to start at the Disneyland Resort where they announced. 2019's Late Night Ticketed Events. Now, we went to these last years and had a blast. Last sure. year's uh, Ticketed Late Night Events were throwback night where they had characters, photo ops, fireworks, and food from the 1950s and early 60s. That was so fun.
1: That was fun, and it was great seeing everybody get into it with, you know, the the clothes and the attire that they were wearing, and it was so much fun, just Being there and seeing the history, you know, kind of like throwback as it was, just kind of like the way it was in the 50s. It was really fun. Yeah, it was
0: almost it was almost an extension of Dapper Day as well because a lot of people dressed up uh, and kind of in that kind of throwback attire as well. So it kind of looked a little like a Dapper Day at night. That's and, true. You know, on a that different is, time of the year. That it was is
1: true. Cool. And they brought back some things like the um, Hawaiian dancers. Right, Polynesian dancers Polynesian, Polynesian dancers. Polynesian yep. dancers, which used to be at Disneyland. And um, so that was kind of cool too. And they were and doing
0: some uh, swing uh, swing dance. Uh, that's right, lessons. Classes. We kind of learned. We're, we're so experts enough. now. Yeah, that's it. Experts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. All I could do was laugh throughout the whole thing, but uh, it was a lot of fun. The other night that we did last year was Star Wars night, which was oh, yeah. so great. Um, it was done on... May the 3rd into May the 4th, so Star Wars Day. So you kind of got to ring in Star Wars Day at Disneyland Park. Uh, They had Star uh, Wars-focused fireworks. There's photo ops, of course, with characters. They had a discussion panel about Disney. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, so we got to see a little bit of a preview on what they were, right. you know, we know a lot more about it now, but we got to see that a little bit earlier than many people out there, and of course they had uh, Star Wars themed food, and it was just, it was a really enjoyable time out there.
1: Yeah, they really do make it different and unique from just a regular day or regular evening at Disneyland, which isn't bad, That's, <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth, but um, yeah, for these evening events, they are a lot of a fun you know they are less crowded to get on some of the attractions as well Um, photo ops there's so many of them so yeah it's it's a blast if you get a chance to do that i would highly recommend it
0: yep they also have specialized merchandise and a ton of stuff it's just it's a good time uh if you get a chance to go to this year's i think you should do it just based on what we experienced last year and now here are this year's that are coming up uh of course disneyland after dark is what these themes are called it's a special after hours park experience it's straight from the disney parks blog by the way so if it sounds like a brochure it pretty much is um (laughs) Featuring unique entertainment, specialty food, collectible merchandise, and more. It returns in 2019 with two fun-filled events. Those events are going to happen on February 7th and March 7th of 2019. Uh, Both events will take place in Disneyland Park after closing with mix-in access beginning at 6 p.m. Select attractions throughout the park will also remain open exclusively for the event guests. Uh, So here are the details of the events. The February 7th event is sweetheart's night just a little early before valentine's day the happiest place on earth will transform into the most romantic on february 7th and love will certainly be in the air again brochure talk (laughs) straight from the Disney parks blog Uh, So they say to dress to impress and bring your sweetheart to enjoy a love song-themed dance party throughout the park, as well as a royal ball experience, quote-unquote royal ball experience. Wow. You'll have encounters with beloved Disney couples, including Eugene and Rapunzel from Tangled, Aladdin and Jasmine, of course, from Aladdin, and of course, the classic couple of all time, Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. Uh, there'll be immersive photo opportunities featuring romantic scenes from iconic Disney films. If there's not the Lady in the Tramp spaghetti, Film soon, right? you know, I, 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 that's the one picture I want to take when we're there, for sure, is that with the spaghetti. Right.
1: You know? Well, this is exciting here. but I mean, I know you and I talked about what the, the overall theme was. I hadn't researched uh, all the details, but that sounds fun. And they really do it up well. Like I said, it, they make it a very mm-hmm. special and unique experience that you can appreciate there in the parks
0: so. that's, that's right. And they also are going to have sweetheart-themed decor, which doesn't surprise me. They'll deck it out. They do a really good job, as well as romantic food, beverages, and merch merchandise offerings and unlimited Disney PhotoPass digital downloads of your photos when you're there. So if you're getting this ticket and you want to get all the pictures taken, uh, they will be included in the price of your ticket. So the other night that is going to be coming up next year is 90s night, which is very interesting. And that's going to take place on March 7th. Uh, This straight from the Disney Parks blog again. You can relive fond Disney memories and party like it's the 90s. (laughs) Come dressed in your 90s best attire and step back in time to experience special 90s themed fireworks show. Uh, throwback musical entertainment and more, a reimagined Disney Afternoon Avenue with special greetings from favorite Disney characters from the 90s and interactive photo opportunities. Uh, decade-inspired food, beverages, and merchandise. A commemorative fanny pack, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. You get a, femmer, a commemorative They're fanny coming back. Pack. They're coming go. back. <laughs> Straight out of the 90s. And unlimited Disney photo pass downloads, just like on Sweetheart's Night. Uh, sounds like fun. And uh, we're going to do both. Oh, definitely. You know, It's funny. Over the holiday
1: weekend, I was on Shop Disney, and I saw they do have a new T-shirt out that says I was... I was born in the 90s, and it has uh, Toy Story characters in it. <laughs> so, so
0: cool. Yeah, I'm sure like uh, we were talking about the other day when you were talking about uh, Max doing a photo op yes. somewhere, then I'm sure, you know, a Goofy Movie is a 90s oh, movie. Right. I mean, Max will probably be out there well, along hopefully. with Goofy. and Uh, among others, many of the 90s characters that we don't see a lot of. That's the one thing I I don't think we mentioned it on Throwback Night when we went last year is there were so many characters that you hardly ever see at the park. We got a great picture of you with Zorro Mickey. (laughs) I haven't seen Zorro Mickey. I don't even remember if I've ever seen Zorro Mickey out there. We got a great picture of you with Zorro Mickey. But I mean, lots of characters you don't always see at the parks make appearances. uh, And it's just kind of fun to get these pictures and get these opportunities uh the events are going to be from 9 p.m to 1 a.m on these nights uh of course the mix is at 6 p.m so just because the event starts at 9 doesn't mean you can't get into the park and enjoy it before that it'll just be with the other guests there they're, they're escorted out at 9 p.m and then the park is just for the ticketed um people out there. Uh, the tickets and more details are available at Disneyland.com. They are $99 per person. Uh, for annual pass holders, they're going to go on sale this coming Tuesday, which is November 27th, and the general public, uh, they will go on sale on Wednesday, November 28th. So get out there. If it's interests you, come join us. We're going to go, and I'm looking forward to having a great time out Absolutely. there.
1: Absolutely. And they do sell out. I don't know that they always sell out immediately, right. but they do sell out, and so... If you're really thinking about it, go for it.
0: Just based on last year, Star Wars Night sold out quickly. I mean, yes. very, very quickly. So much so they added a second night. Right, it was We went on the one that rang in uh, May the 4th. They had one a week later that didn't quite, you know, wasn't Star Wars Day, right. but still uh, a blast and fun just the same. Uh, the uh, throwback night sold out, but it took until uh, like the day of or the day before before it finally sold out. But they will sell out, and why well, take the chance? If you're th- even thinking about going to this, uh, you should probably go ahead and book it as soon as possible. Don't take the chance that if it's going to be something you really want to go do, that it might sell out later. So, anyway, um, another way to get to Disney Park is that Disneyland just announced their annual ticket deal for the next coming months. Come coming up here, so uh, we have some discounts coming up here uh, next year. It's the, this is straight from ThemeParkInsider.com. Uh, the deal is now going to be a seventy-day, a seventy-dollar per day deal, starting. Wow. Uh, in january so that's when you purchase as a three-day one park per day ticket tickets are on sale now and can be used starting january 7th through may 23rd of 2019 with blockout dates of april 14th through april 22nd of course spring break
1: Break,
0: yep uh tickets also include uh magic morning admission to disneyland but you have to use all of your days so if you buy this three-day ticket you can't just, say, you know, I'm going to go this day in January, I'm going to go this way day in March, and this day in May. You have to use it within 13 days of your first visit of your ticket. So mm-hmm. you have to be prepared to either be on a trip there or be able to use it within less than two weeks, all right. three and days. The,
1: and that's pretty typical of their mm-hmm. multi-day tickets that they give you, usually about two weeks mm-hmm. to, to use them.
0: So the three-day ticket uh, is uh, $210. Of course, you can figure it out from $70 per day. uh, You can also add MaxPass for an extra $30 to make it $240. Uh, That's $10 an extra a day. Uh, If you want to add the Park Hopper option, it takes it up to $260 or $290 with MaxPass. Uh, they also have discounts on anything above that too. So four-day tickets are two twenty-nine, five days are two thirty-nine, bringing it down to fifty-seven twenty-five wow. per day or forty-seven eighty per day, respectively. Uh, in each case, add fifty dollars to the overall ticket price for park park hopper options and ten dollars a day for Max Pass. So uh, that's a pretty good deal if, yeah. you, if you're looking to get tickets right. uh, coming up here in January. That's not not bad. Um, you have to. Uh, do this deal. They go away. You won't. Be, they won't be selling anymore um, by May 18th. Obviously, since they, it finishes on May 23rd. And- Another right. note that uh, Theme Park Insider brought in that makes sense is that, that you probably think that uh, if we were hoping that uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge were going to have some soft openings in May, well, this probably rules that out to right. at least later May, like after the 23rd or into June, who knows, July. Right. Um, but that probably pushes that out. Right. And so. that
1: last week is usually the Memorial Day holiday. Mm-hmm. So they probably you know want to mm-hmm. leave that open for travelers who are taking time off. Right.
0: So anyway, just to give you an idea, but that's a pretty good ticket offer for uh, anybody around here who's planning on going to the Disneyland Park uh, within January through May. Take advantage of that. Go uh, go to the website uh, and find out about this great deal.
1: Sure. You know, and if you're not into b- purchasing an annual pass, this is another way to do it. You know, and then you have a couple of those other special nights and you really get your fill of Disney without, you know, spending the amount of money that you would for an annual pass.
0: Yeah. There's no question. This is, uh, like I said, it's a good deal. Good price. It's about as good a price as you'll ever see at Disneyland Park. Sure. So take advantage of it while you can because, you know, once Galaxy's Edge opens and all these other things come in. I don't know if we're going to see prices quite as low as this in the future, so take advantage of it now while you can. Uh, Moving from one coast to the other coast, we go from the Disneyland Resort over to the Walt Disney World Resort. And new details on the Grand Destino Tower at the Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. And of course, the Walt Disney World Resort have come out this week. Uh, this straight, again, from the Disney Parks blog. The tower, which will com- be completed in July of 2019, will serve as the new main entrance point for guests visiting the resort. And will add a total of 545 new guest rooms, including 50 suites. Uh, To the resort, as well as feature a gorgeous two-story lobby, a themed table service restaurant is also planned for the top of the Grand Destino Tower, uh, which will serve delicious food and incredible views of the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, the most important thing out of this is a lot of these details, yes, we already knew, but uh, if you're looking to book this, well, reservations will become available this tuesday on november 27th so if you have any interest of checking out the new tower at the uh disney's coronado springs resort uh you may want to jump on this as early as possible at least get a reservation right. in there and you can always change later but get get it out there when yeah you can.
1: absolutely and that is you know um as we reported um recently that uh i stayed out there with my mom uh, at coronado springs and so we did see the construction going on um but that it those are those grounds are beautiful. They're mm. so lush. I mean, I, you can say that about a lot of the Disney uh, resorts. Obviously, this seems a little bit more secluded. You know, so having a, a nice view from one of those from that tower would be awesome. I would say.
0: Yeah, I think it looks. Uh, it looks like a, it looks like a really beautiful from the uh, artist renderings I've mm-hmm. seen of the tower. It looks like it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it looks like you can have great views from a lot of these rooms there and. That is a nice resort, so it would be fun to to check that out. Definitely uh, get get a a room there and uh, enjoy the new spot at Disney's Coronado Springs Mm -hmm. Resort. And if you're looking to book, uh, of course, you can go to disneyworld.com or you can call their reservations hotline hotline their phone line (laughs) four zero seven W Disney for those to 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 get in there. So yeah,
1: and again, good to hear too that they're going to add some another restaurant. It's, you know, really needed there as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're going to add a second restaurant as well, kind of an island restaurant there that's coming as well. So more oh. great spots to eat um, as well as stay on the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, if you're looking to get your little ones around the Walt Disney World Resort, there's a new fun way to do it coming to the area. Uh, this is straight from travel and leisure. See, we get sources everywhere.
1: Yes. You know?
0: Um, (laughs) Parents who are looking to make their child's next visit to a Disney park trip they won't forget can now have their youngsters feel like they've stepped into a galaxy far, far away thanks to the new... Spaceship stroller,
1: yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. That's awesome.
0: I think I stole one of your stories. That's uh, all right. I'm sorry That's about all right. that. No, uh, my, no worries. My Apologies, but anyway, this stroller draws inspiration from the Millennium Falcon cockpit, cockpit uh, with hexagonal uh, windows and a panel complete with a spaceship-style steering wheel and a set of switches that kick off sound and lighting effects to make effects to make children feel like they're blasting off to another planet. The sound effects include a speedy takeoff, while lighting features range from blue to red, depending on whether writers want to be on the dark side, red, <laughs> or the light side, blue. So, um, I saw one of our OG Hyperion adventurers, Rob, mention this, and he's like, do they make adult versions of this? I and know, I'm right? And I'm right there with you, Rob. <laughs> I totally want to be... In this, at the Disney parks, only I think it would be, you know, a little weird seeing you and Kim pushing us around the parks while we're probably out there. Probably <laughs> so. Probably
1: so. Um, I don't know if you noticed, too, that they have, well, first of all, they had a deal because it's Black Friday. You know, no, I didn't see the deal. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah was, you could oh, save man. 30 bucks. So, um, But they also have uh, a surprise package that you could purchase. And with that, you get a red carpet rollout at your resort. And then they, uh, accompanied by galactic music to set the excitement. (laughs)
0: up.
1: Um, And then as your your child walks down the red carpet leading to the spaceship stroller, and then you get uh, some memory photos, and they will actually um, drop you off close Mm -hmm. to the park so you don't have to park. And then their chauffeur will meet you at the same drop-off area and bring you back to your resort hotel. All all that's included in the price.
0: Very cool. So yeah, this is uh, done by Florida-based Fantasy Strollers, not affiliated with the Walt Disney World Resort, but they or us do or (laughs) us. But uh, you know, just getting it out there so you know where you can book this uh, thing. They also have a Cinderella carriage stroller, Uh, so if your child's more of a princess than a Jedi, uh, they can do this, and that that is uh, made out of blue and silver steel and comes complete with tufted seats and hidden hooks and drink holders. Um, The eight-hour rental is priced at $132. Uh, The surprise package, which you just mentioned, at least, I don't know about the $30 discount, but uh, originally it was $241 for eight hours, and that includes everything that you were talking about, the ride there and... The, uh, the Escort and the music and yeah. all that and the red carpet and stuff. So um, they're available for use at Magic Kingdom Park, Hollywood Studios and Epcot and the stroller company, like I said, is unaffiliated with both Walt Disney Company and Lucasfilm and us. We are not getting any money for this but we just thought it was such a cool idea that we wanted to uh, bring it up.
1: Yeah, so cute. And the Cinderella one was adorable. It's like, oh my gosh. Again, that would be fun as life-size. Life-size. Size, I mean.
0: Life-size. Life size, adult size, yes. Yes. Life and adult size, uh, both carriage and spaceship would be a lot of fun. And uh, these, the spaceship ones, are going to be available for renting starting on March first, two thousand nineteen. But I think you can book them now. But uh, you can, they'll they'll be available for actual use on March first. Right, right. And it's interesting that we both
1: were attracted to that (laughs) news story.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's so funny that, uh, well, of course, you know, just it looks interesting. And I agree with Rob that, uh, yes, I wish they made the adult size just like you do. Right, right. Uh, Yeah. By the way, you can also, uh, for the carriage stroller, you can book that for your wedding. Um, if you want to, to do something with the wedding, maybe with the ring bearer or whatever, oh, you can yeah. book those for the wedding. Nice. Uh, they suggest uh, booking for at least four to six months in advance, because they do to limited availability. So, uh, very cool stuff. And um, I look forward to see, actually seeing those around the park. If, if you come in, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Creep, if I'm coming up to you in your 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 spaceship stroller, I just need to check it out, you know, right. because it's just so cool looking. So just make that known, I'm not the creep. Well, maybe right. I'm a little creepy, but I'm not trying to be a creep. I just want to check out the stroller. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: probably not the stroller to get during the busy time of the holidays, right. because you're going to be trying to battle getting in between crowds anyways. That having this. A little bit larger stroller might be a challenge. and
0: it does. Uh, they said it does fit up uh, two children in there, so it's not if you have a. It's not just a single child stroller. So if you have a couple kids, they will they will fit in there as well. So on where we go to Disney movie news, Ooh. and Disney did something very interesting on Thursday. They released a brand new movie trailer. Everything the light touches is our kingdom, but
1: a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king.
0: So that's right, yes, the Lion King, the live-action version of the Lion King's trailer dropped on Thursday. This was so funny when this happened to us personally because social media, um, I was on just, we were watching the uh, Cowboys-Redskins game. I was in between cooking some things, and I looked on uh, Twitter, and I saw, oh, honey, Says here that within the next couple hours, and, you know, if Twitter is to be believed, which, you know, never necessarily is to be believed, (laughs) but if it is to be believed, this trailer is going to be dropping uh, within the next couple hours. I couldn't get the sentence out before you said, I think that's it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And there it was on this stage. We all, we just sat down, turned everything off and just stared at this thing. And it looked amazing Amazing. as you heard right there um, but if you see it if you haven't seen it yet and i don't know how you couldn't have because it's basically broken its record i i think it was 250 million views within the first 24 hours something like that uh it was really crazy they broke uh, records on how many uh people went to watch this uh to view this trailer once it came out um Looks fantastic. We haven't seen it yet. It was almost shot for shot for the opening of the, of course, the animated classic. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Uh, it's being done by Jon Favreau, who we know did great things with the live action Jungle Book. Yep. Um, Donald Glover's playing Simba. Beyonce's playing Nala. Seth Rogen's playing Pumbaa. Billy Eichner is playing Timon. Chuitel, uh Oh, God. I'll never get this right. Chiwito 4 is playing Scar, and of course, you just heard the great James Earl Jones reprising his role as Mufasa.
1: Yeah, wasn't that amazing? And what was really cool is watching some things on Twitter about this, and somebody had put out there, thank you, James Earl Jones, for keeping yourself healthy <laughs> <laughs> so you could come back and redo your role
0: as Mufasa. Yeah, um, it just it, it, it looks beautiful. You know, I mean, it's called a live action. It's, of course, it's these animals that are, they're motion capture, right. you know, but it still looks beautiful. Um, I, I can't wait to see it. I, I think you were excited when oh, you saw totally, it. Oh, totally,
1: totally. And like you said, how it really does play homage to the original. I'm sure there'll be some additional things that will come out of it, but it really seems to hold that essence.
0: And uh, social media erupted when this trailer yes. came out. You know, I, I told you I was on there and it was the announcement of it. But after it came out, everybody was like, it was like Twitter let out a giant <laughs> scream. Oh, ah, it's trailer. Oh, my gosh. So. So funny. But uh, anyway, that movie is scheduled to come out on July 19th, 2019. I was just looking over the schedule for 2019. Disney is going to do so well at the box. I mean, they did great at the box right. office this year. Um, it's going to be insane what they're going to do in 2019. Listen to this schedule uh, March 2019. We kind of have a slow start in. We get through January, February. Not much there. Of course, there'd still be, you know, Mary Poppins Returns is going to be mid-December, and that's going to carry over. And that is going to do... So far, By the way, so far some people have already seen it, and they're saying it's magnificent. I'm so excited to see it. Anyway, uh, March, Captain Marvel comes out. Dumbo, which the trailer dropped last week, which looked fantastic and brought tears to my eyes. It was such a good trailer. Um, That's also dropping in March. Uh, Then we take April off. In May, Avengers 4.0 comes out you know Mm. that's going to be giant box office aladdin another one the live action version of aladdin comes out also in may in june toy story 4 yes we just got trailers for toy story 4 little teaser trailers for that as well that's coming out in june in july we just talked about the lion king also spider-man far from home is coming out wow november frozen 2 (laughs) is coming out and of course December Star Wars episode 9 think about all those movies there's some other disney movies in there too but they're not as big names as all these think about what the box office might be like for all these right, movies it's crazy. insane how much Disney might be pulling in, even if some of these aren't that great. Um, just the names alone are going to draw people to the theater.
1: Absolutely. You know, and you throw in there the Galaxy's Edge opening on both coasts mm-hmm. before the new Star Wars comes out. I mean, there's just going to be so much buzz with Disney next year that uh, we're going to go
0: insane. I know. Thank goodness we have a podcast to talk about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and some trips booked. <laughs> yeah, some trips booked. We may be more and more trips right? booked as this goes along. <laughs> Oh, boy. So fun. So fun. So that's that's great. All great news for the Walt Disney Studios and the Disney Company in general. And we can't wait to see all those movies. And, of course, we will have reviews for all of them here for you. Spoiler, Spoiler free. free. Spoiler free. Um, speaking of, let, let's get to another thing, and that is Disney Plus. And this is just a rumor. I don't usually like to go on rumors too much. I kind of like to go on things that we know mostly. But this rumor just kind of interested me, so I wanted to throw it out there just kind of you know, I find it kind of fascinating if it's true. Uh, there's a rumor that coming to Disney Plus is going to be another Marvel series. And that one is going to feature Rocket and Groot. Ooh. Uh, this is according to ScreenRant.com. There's not a lot of details on it, but according to the rumor, a Rocket and Groot series is one of the ideas. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has been pitched uh, before, uh, so we'll see if that happens they could look into the bounty hunters life together maybe before they became guardians of the galaxy right. so when they're being you know they're bounty hunters and they're adventurers out there trying to capture these maybe getting you know we they've that rockets escaped to these jails and prisons before. Sure. Maybe you know, getting in and Some getting out of, that, of prison. Right. And, you know, those are two of our favorite characters. They're both hilarious. Right. You know, and
1: just kind of giving the backstory of how they came together right.
0: would be interesting. So I think that uh, hopefully that is true because I would look forward to right. that series so much. <laughs> that would be one of the series I'm most excited for. So yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's just a rumor. I nothing has been confirmed. We have no idea about it, but. That would be a lot of fun. And of course they still would have to uh, bring in Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper be willing to do to reprise those roles, although I'm sure they could find some other people to do it, but it would really be great if they could right. get both those two together to do that role, their roles again. So that would be a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: it would be. That'd be great. Those are great characters to they have are. some backstories they are. yeah Two
0: of our favorites. Two of our favorites for sure. So those are my Disney stories of the week. Michelle, to see her hey, clear her throat because she was expecting me to forget. <laughs> this time I didn't forget, but she cleared yeah. her throat anyway because I often do forget. But I didn't this time. Michelle, although I did take one of her stories. I know. Michelle has some Disney stories of the week. As
1: well. well, thank you, honey. Just a few here. Um, starting off over at Disney, Walt Disney World in Orlando. Uh, this past Wednesday, the Disney Parks blog invited readers to vote for the name of their newest giraffe calf at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So um, I haven't seen an announcement yet that they have actually chosen one. So... Uh, you could still try to go, uh, you can link through the Disney Parks blog and actually do your voting there. So I thought that was kind of cool. They had some really well thought out names.
0: Yeah, I saw them. Um, one of them, was, it was, uh, they um, I don't know if they're Swahili, but they're some African language, I believe. And right. like one of them was for Princess. Um, I can't remember what the other ones for. Maybe that's because that was the one I picked. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they, were, they had four different ones and they were really cool names. And uh, I like the idea. I like the concept.
1: Right, right. So yeah, so you, like you said, they had uh, princess, they had mountain, and I'm, I'm, it, that's mili, milima, I believe, mountain, they name for graceful, and dafina for treasure. Very cool. Very yeah. cool names. Um, so potential if, names. So
0: that is that on the Disney Parks blog, you can find that still, and hopefully, it depends on when you listen to this. They don't know when they're cutting off the voting, but right. uh, you know, you can get a chance to vote for. If not, you'll just find out what name wins at the end of this. I'm still betting on Princess.
1: <laughs> I can't. Now that I'm saying that, I don't think I picked Princess. I do think I picked Treasure.
0: Treasure. Treasure's yeah. nice too. Yeah, I like yeah, Treasure. Yeah, I'm yeah, so crazy. Let about us know mountain, what you would but. pick
1: or have picked. So.
0: Yeah, but that's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: So. That's also over at the Walt Disney World Retir- Resort News. Um, we had a sneak peek behind the scenes of the Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy.
0: Yes, we saw that yesterday. That's
1: right. Uh, that dropped onto the, uh, if you have the Disney Now app. You can watch the Disney Parks presents a 25 Days of Christmas holiday party, which was very cute. Um, That just debuted on the 23rd. It will be aired uh, on the Disney Channel on December 1st at 8 p.m., so you can still watch it there. Uh, But what we did see was, um, you know, kind of how they're going to immerse everybody into the world of Disney Pixar cars over on the East Coast, uh, the attraction features Lightning McQueen on on stage, and he's showing off. His, and I'm doing fingers in the air quotes. Finger quotes. Finger quotes. Finger quotes. Racing Simulator, which is a 200-foot wraparound video screen in the theater. And he's really just trying to show his tips for aspiring racers that might be there in the audience. And it, it's it's great that they also included, you know, obviously some of the the beloved characters from Cars, you know, like Mater and uh, Cruz Ramirez. So uh, the... They call it a high octane show, which is going to open at Disney Park Sunset Showcase in spring of 2019.
0: Yeah, so the theater that's uh, across the way from um, the uh, rock and roller coaster right. featuring Aerosmith—that's uh, where it's going to be. Yeah,
1: and
0: looks uh, looks interesting. I'm looking forward to it. That's right, exciting. right.
1: So if you want to get a sneak peek, you can download the Disney Now app if you haven't already, and look for that uh, holiday show, and you'll see it there.
0: And- I'm sorry. By the way, we enjoyed the holiday show. It was right. it was fun. Even a lot of the uh, the announcers and the people taking part in it are people from the Disney Channel, which is uh, some of their live action shows. We don't watch a lot of those, but I still think they did a great job and the musical numbers right? were fun. And it was just great seeing the parks all decked out for holiday time. Right,
1: right. And they, they did show both parks, mm-hmm. you know, at times. So
0: Even Disney Cruise Line. They did Disney Cruise Line. True. They did Disneyland and uh, uh, Walt Disney World. So. Magic Kingdom. They actually did more than Magic Kingdom. They did Hollywood Studios. They did uh, Animal Kingdom. Right, right, they, they, right. So,
1: Yeah, it was a great show. So it's worth it. It's, it's short. It's about half an hour, just under half an hour. Yeah, So but
0: we enjoyed it a lot. Definitely did.
1: Um, now on to Disneyland Paris. Uh, mm. So Disneyland Paris actually has hosted recently some really unique and fun events for hundreds of children. Uh, Disneyland Park last week welcomed 130 children and their families from the French Red Cross, the Imus France, and the Foundation de Toy. I don't think I said, those pretty great, but anyway, much better than I ever would. <laughs> um, but they shared exceptional moments, and uh, in addition to that, they got to really experience the holidays at a Disney park. So, what great fun for those those families! Um, you know, that have some needs that mm-hmm. D- Disney Parks is inviting in for that. Uh, for Mickey's birthday, um, the Disney cast member volunteers over there welcomed some Make-A-Wish children, and they got to go into a ears workshop. <laughs> so they got to make their own Mickey ears. Wow. For the How fun. Ha- hashtag share Your Ears campaign. Share your ears. By the
0: way, that's still going on until the twenty seventh. So get those pictures out there on social media with #ShareYourEars. hashtag share your ears. Right. To help so, the Make a Wish Foundation. Exactly. Sorry, I just exactly no, that
1: that in. I'm glad you brought that up. So but yeah, can you imagine being in a room with all these, you know, little trinkets and embellishments right. to build your own Disney ears. I mean, that's something. Sounds I like would... our house. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. But I would pay to do that, right? Right. <laughs> so how fun for those kids. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, also for Dis- Mickey's birthday, Disneyland Paris called their French pastry chef Pierre Hermé, sorry about that, uh, to create his Mickey Zest party birthday cake for the, mm. for the kids, and he even actually gave them a cooking workshop, so oh, oh, again, nice. for the Make-A-Wish France children, and again, I'd pay for an opportunity to do that. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> so, and then uh, right after- you,
0: you pay for an opportunity just to hear them speak with a French accent. I know. Or in French in general. I know,
1: but can you imagine a French pastry chef? Mm-hmm. All right, um, but uh, they, they also celebrated International Day of Children's Rights- So Disney and UNICEF France brought in 310 kids to the parks for that event. You're right. So, again, they also got to enjoy the brand-new Disney enchanting Christmas season, Mickey's 90th birthday magic, and they were... Also invited to attend Children's right Awareness Workshop conducted by the UNICEF volunteers. So, I mean, it's really great that these um, foundations in France have teamed up with companies like Disney, not only to help promote joy for these kids that may be having some challenges, but also to work with the, the kids and their parents to become better citizens, more equipped citizens. So really great um and compassionate care that was provided by by these organizations with the disney parks that's
0: great news and good to hear that uh, disneyland paris is stepping out and doing all that stuff for all these people Uh, that's those are wonderful things yeah
1: busy week with the
0: kids very busy week very busy week
1: but even more news at disneyland paris is are you a princess or are you a
0: pirate can you be a princess pirate Or a pirate princess? You are a pirate princess. I'm more just a princess, but that's all right. That's all right. So,
1: cutlass or crown? Cannonball or ball gown? The choice is yours. Yeah, I'm definitely a princess. (laughs) That's right. It's the return of the festivals of pirates and princesses. Yay! Yay! So, running January 19th through March 17th. They're going to have their um, their festivities again, and this is a really fun and interactive event that they have. Uh, it's called the Disney Pirates or Princess Make Your Choice Show, and it actually is on the the streets at um, at Disneyland Paris. So they have a float that is. Colorful princesses journeying through fantasy land, and then they have a huge galleon boarded with scallywags and acrobatic pirates. Not just, I know, and they sail down Main Street, USA. And then they culminate together in front of Sleeping Beauty castles. And guests are then invited to join in and get into the spirit and dance uh, alongside their favorite characters, which side they want to be for a one grand ending. But what's really fun too about this is it happens several times during the day. So you could a pirate with one of the shows and a princess for the other. Mm. So there's where you can get your, your hook you for both, both sides of them. That's right. Your, your that, hook. Exactly. Your hook. So that sounds
0: like more like pirates. Pirates, if you're doing hook. All right so those
1: are my stories <laughs> like for the that. week and uh hopefully uh if anybody has any things that we missed you'll let us know about that so we can add that in for next mm-hmm. podcast
0: absolutely i love that uh, pirates and princesses thing i know they did it last year and it was a big hit and they're bringing it back a lot of people on uh, social media are very excited when they announce that they're bringing it back and so it looks like a lot of fun and sure. we, unfortunately we won't be getting out there this year to experience it but i look forward in the future to try and plan that out that we can go during that time because that just looks like a blast of a party. Totally, right? And yes, I am a princess. So <laughs> much as I like to pretend I'm a pirate, I am very much a princess. Well
1: if anybody's seen you on social media, you you really are a great looking pirate.
0: Yeah. You, no, yes. you are really a pirate. <laughs> no. I am a scallywag. <laughs> it's a great word. So it I'm is a, a great word. So great stories! I love all those stories, oh, thank you. and thank you for uh, doing your part with those. And you know, Michelle has great stories, but uh, that's why we wrap up our stories <laughs> with her stories. Uh, we get to save the best of her stories for last, but she also has the best tips, and we don't want to make you wait for her tips. <laughs> so when we get to our tips of the week, every week we do these tips to help you into the parks cruise line whatever it is Disney that you're planning on doing we try and give you a little tip to wrap up our show uh, to help your next vacation or experience and Michelle always starts us off because she has the best tips <laughs> so <laughs> don't laugh at that it's the truth well, you always I have tell the best tip. Tip,
1: you don't know my tip
0: oh it must be really good then Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's get to our tips of the week. And we always start with Michelle and her tip of the week.
1: Well, thank you, baby. So, in one word, my tip is all about parking. So, um... If you've ever gone out to the parks, uh, you've probably had the experience. Park to the parks. Parked at the parks, you know your 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 mind is totally thinking about actually getting into the park. So as you're driving in in to get to a parking space, you're probably not paying as much attention as you probably need to. I mean, and there might be some people who are great at this, but I know that no matter how many times I go, I'm just so excited that I'm not necessarily paying attention. And and ha- haven't you had the experience, especially at uh, Walt Disney? Disney World, where you've boarded the tram, and just as it's starting to pull out, the driver says something like, okay, uh, you've parked in Mulan Row 28 through 30, and you think, oh my God, thank goodness he just said that, (laughs) because I totally got on this tram and didn't pay attention, let alone what lot I was in, nothing to mention roads. What park you're in? Exactly. (laughs) Which park are we going to again today? So, And what can make this even more complicated is if you're in a rental car. You know, and yeah. you, and you might think, oh, rental car, you know, I know I got the red, you know, whatever. Everybody does. Everybody does. That's right. And the other thing to keep in mind is when you're coming out of the park, it's, you know, you're probably coming out when it's dark, you know, unless you're planning a lot of park hopping. But um, and so that can even be a bigger challenge. Even if you know the parking lot name and the row, it might be a challenge unless you're really at the end. But uh, so. My tip here is to put something on the car that can help you identify it immediately, you know like a bow onto the antenna or something like that if you're driving a rental car, just so you can find it and and i'll I'll, I'll share a very embarrassing story
0: oh boy, <laughs> I know I love embarrassing stories. I have so many of my own.
1: So, the first time that I ever went to the Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, I was with my nephew and his girlfriend, and they had a rental car. We had gone together in their rental car, and I hadn't, again, I was just excited to be going there for the first time and to show it to them. I really wasn't paying much attention. We, we parked their rental car, and we got out, and I, and uh, we were close enough to walk, so we didn't get on a tram. and. I, as I was, as we were walking away, I, I said, oh, yeah, that's right, we better figure out where we're parked. So I turned and looked and saw an H, and I'm like, okay, we're row H, you know, we'll find it. And we left, and we stayed till the closing of the park. We were exhausted, and we come out, and I realized at that point row H. H was not a row. H H stood for handicap. I just saw. Oh the, no! <laughs> the, oh no! The handicap. For, I mean, the row, uh, space for a Why handicap. Are there so many row H's. I know. I know. So um, good thing to know is that you can call upon the uh, Disney folks to help you find the car but i mean on top of it, it was a rental car they had just gotten we we again we knew the color red we I think it was a toyota maybe it was, maybe like it was a honda sure i, don't know. I mean, it took a little while but um it was we we appreciate the help so that's something you can have in mind if you don't remember where you're parked or you're, you can't find your car or if you're having car trouble uh the folks that are working out there were are very happy happy to to help and give a hand um so that's you know my tip putting into that just remember if you are park park hopping uh keep your your ticket so you can go in and out because you can go to another place and, and park for the same price uh, so having that ticket handy will help your parking you. parking ticket parking not, ticket yeah. right so anyways park and come out and know where to get your find your car but that's those are my tips putting something to help identify especially if you have a um a rental car uh you can also somebody else i i saw somewhere somebody had talked about taking a picture of the row Ooh, you know good idea. So you could do that you know, right too. on your phone there right. look it up So,
0: anyways. Also, of course, if you have uh, the key fob on there that has the horn or whatever on there, you can. if you don't know exactly where it is, you can push that button. And sometimes they go from pretty far away. Right. So you can push that, and your horn will honk, and then you can kind of pinpoint, as long as you're kind of close to your—somewhat close to your car. Right, right. uh, That might help you out as well, so— Good tips and something that, not, like you said, not everybody thinks about because of the fact, like you are in a rush. You're finally there, whether however far you've traveled, whether it be just a little bit from the resort, sure. or whether it's been hours finally getting there from uh, some far off city, uh, and you finally get there. Uh, you are excited, and sometimes yes, and you're rustling up the kids, and you're trying to get everything out that exactly. you need for the park day. You may not think of it till it's too late, right? Uh, so, that is something to remember when you go to the park. So, as always, Michelle has the best tips. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> always does. Uh, my tip um, for this week, uh, since it's Thanksgiving weekend, the wrapping up of Thanksgiving weekend, my tip is going to be about being thankful when you're at the parks. And uh, that's I'm very thankful to all the cast members. That's out right. There. Yes. Um, they do such a wonderful job for everybody, making sure everybody's vacation is special. And right. don't forget, they're working hard when you're on vacation, and many of them are working hard if, like, on times when you're not at work because it's a holiday, like this Thanksgiving, like uh, Christmas, New Year's coming up, uh, you know, right. various many times Easter, whatever holiday it may be that you're off of work from, they're there working to make sure that your trip is a wonderful one. So, uh, these people work very hard. Um, they, like Michelle just talked about how they're there to help you out, to ask questions of them. Uh, you know, to help you out if you can't find your car, whatever the case may be. Um, so be nice to them. You know, be free to ask them questions, but treat them nicely. Especially if things aren't quite going your way, be kind to them. You know, you know, show them respect—the same respect you would expect. But if you ever find some of these cast members that go over and above, and they happens all the time, we almost there's rarely a trip where we don't go to one of these parks, right. one of the resorts where we don't find several cast members that we feel have done a great job for us over and above what you would expect. If that happens, you can always pass along a cast compliment. You do this in a couple of ways. It's very easy to do. You can go uh, get the cast member's name. If you want to, you can take a picture with them or of them. uh, Find out, you know, know which attraction or what area they work in. You can go to guest services and tell them, hey, I want to give a cast compliment to this person out there that did such a great job. Or if you're on social media, especially like Twitter, I you know, Post it on there with the hashtag cast compliment um, and tag in. Uh, if you're at Walt Disney world, uh, go at, at WDW Today, which is at Walt Disney World Today, right. or if you're at the Disneyland Resort at Disneyland Today, let them know that these people are doing a great job and they will go and talk to them. They give them a lot of times a little certificate, take little pictures and say, you know, hey, you know, these people received a cast compliment. Right. It really is nice to do for them and they really deserve it.
1: Absolutely. And, and the company does really recognize that if somebody's taking the time to make that compliment that this cast member really has done. Um, an amazing job. So that that is great idea to do that. Because like you said, they're working when we're playing. Um, Many of them don't get to have family experiences for the holidays the same way we do. So they really do deserve that. And, And sometimes they're having to give news that people don't like to hear mm-hmm. like if a, if an attraction is down and it's not their fault and you know it's 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 kind of the toughest job of the day to have to tell people that Splash Mountain is closed right so you know keeping that in mind too that you know these these people are they're trying to make things as best as they can for you but sometimes things happen that makes makes us feel maybe a little inconvenienced, but that cast member really deserves respect for mm-hmm. what they have to do with, with the crowds on that time.
0: Absolutely. Um, really give them the love that they deserve because uh, they do great things for you. Also, for those of you who are preparing to take part in the upcoming Run Disney events, uh, don't forget the volunteers out there. Uh, they are they're out there usually hours before you even hit the course and hours after you're off the course making sure that your run goes as smoothly as possible. Uh, really simple. You know, when you get a water from them, thank them. When you're you know, leaving the course, thank them. You know, go by, shake their hands, tell them they're doing a great job. Just tell them thank you because they're not getting a cent to do this, but they're out there helping make sure that your run goes as smoothly as possible. Right. Those volunteers do so much for you when you're out on that run Disney course.
1: Yes, and they really do appreciate when people do thank them for that during the, you know, and a lot of times, you know, you'll, if you're doing these runs, you know, I myself have done it, but I've also heard other people just, you know, as, like you're saying, as they're grabbing water, yelling, thanks for volunteering Mm -hmm. because Yeah, like you said, they're they're the ones that make it happen.
0: They really do appreciate it, and it'll make not only them feel good, but it also makes you feel good. It's selfishly a little bit. It's like It makes you feel good to, one, thank them for doing such a great job, and also to give cast compliments to the cast members that do such a great job. It it makes everybody feel good. It makes everybody better, and I, I can't recommend it enough to take advantage of it the next time you're at the parks, the next time you do run Disney, whatever the case may be. Yeah, great tip. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So that's it for this week. I'm very thankful that we got through this show. It was really tough because I've had too much turkey, too much food, (laughs) too much drink this week. And you might have been able to tell during the show I stumbled over a few things. But I'm very grateful and thankful that we made it through this show. Next week, I told you earlier, we are going to be continuing our Five Favorite Things series. And this one was recommended by... OG Hyperion Adventurer Amy. We are going to do our five favorite Disney holiday specials and movies.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: And we would love your help if you want to contact us with your five favorite or even just, you know, your favorite or a couple favorites. uh, Feel free to connect with us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, or you can email us HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, we really look forward to hearing what some of your uh, your feedback is of this topic. This will be a fun one. This will
0: be another fun one. I'm looking yes. forward to it, and I, I have a feeling it's going to be another a difficult one. Uh, so, yes, yeah.
1: yes. That's a fact, because I actually tried to think about some of them already, and it's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to narrow this down? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, we probably will cheat again like we always do with these (laughs) five favorite things, but that's okay because it's our show, so we can cheat if we want to. Um, By the way, we also, you can find us, and there was proof just Saturday, just yesterday. uh, that we do actually work for WVW <laughs> News Today. Uh, you can sometimes find a story from us on there, and one of our stories dropped on Saturday, and it was a very familiar one if you listen to the show all the time. Yes, we our story about the the ten run Disney race day commandments right. came out on Saturday, and uh, that was a lot of fun to see that finally drop. We wrote it actually weeks ago, but they finally found the space to put us in there and publish us. But uh, so check out from uh, wdwnt every once in a while. And you may see a story from us, but they also do some great other Disney news and stuff uh, to follow along. With. Right,
1: right. So. And it, that It's published under, our, under the Hyperion, Hyperion Adventures podcast. podcast. Yes, yep.
0: exactly. Uh, of course, you can find us on the 1057max.com website under the Max Plus tab and on the Max FM app. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. It makes it so easy. Whenever we have a show, it just comes right to your phone, right to your tablet. It says they have a new show. You might want to listen to it. And it'll be ready to go for you. And if you have the chance, uh, just a quick rating. Just click on the stars, however many you feel appropriate. Or if you want to give us a a review, if you have a little more time, it would really help uh, for people just like you to learn about this podcast and maybe experience it and expand our Hyperion Venture family.
1: Yes, and some of you have actually Mm -hmm. written to us. um, But if you could also include that in, in your review there, that would also be
0: fantastic. We'd appreciate it. We'd appreciate it. And, of course, I've told you we also... Uh, are going to make an appearance on a, another podcast this week. Oh, we'll let you know social media-wise when that drops. It's, if you just want to look it up, it's the Our Rendezvous podcast with uh, Ben and Shelley Higgins here in out of San Diego. And we're going to be on there for a little about 30, 40-minute stretch just talking about Disneyland and a few other things that might be of interest to you. So check that out. We'll let you know when that drops. So. But that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.